Anthony on Air podcast, and we are jam-packed with tons of stuff to talk about, including some Ghislaine Maxwell news. The brother's back. He's making some, some shocking statements. We'll get into it. Governor Cuomo, so on his way out. Mumford and Sons, back in the news. One of the Mumford and Sons is on the way out. I think one of the Sons, not necessarily Mumford. Not Mumford? No, I don't think so. Uh, I, I am Mumford. I am mad at Janine, Jose Canseco, J-Lo, and A-Rod with a breakup. Jose Canseco. Yeah, Jose Canseco's in there. Um, Was that a thruple? Well, no, but we'll talk uh, about it. And the pandemic one year later. Episode brought to you by Hero Soap Company, veteran-owned company right here in the United States of America that makes incredible soap. Right here in the U.S. of A. You buy a bar, they send a bar to the troops. They're exquisite. More on them in a second. Link in the description below if you want to support the veterans, the podcast, and uh, your own hygiene all in one shot. Let's get into Ghislaine Maxwell there, Frankie C. Back in the news, her brother did this interview. It made a lot of news. We talked about it on a previous episode. We'll put the link in the YouTube uh, cards there for everybody to go back and check in case they missed it. But he's back with another little bit of a bombshell. And uh, it's not huge, but I feel like it is for the victims. And this is what it is. You remember this photo with uh, Virginia and Prince Andrew, when they showed the prince, he was like, I don't recall that night. He's like, I never met that woman. And they were like, hey, what about this photo? He's like, yeah, I don't remember that. Actually, you know. Okie dokie. He made a whole big stink. They asked a brother about it, and the brother basically, in the most Maxwell way possible, confirmed that that was in Ghislaine's house. So he basically- Well, I feel like that's easy to- fact check if you're an investigator no they know I mean, what Colleen's house looks like it is and it isn't but he says uh so they asked about the photograph he said i don't know anything about the photograph other than that i've seen it's been published i know it's of interest uh to people but nonetheless i'm not here to talk about that they pressed him further about it the bbc and he said and they said but do you recognize the setting of that was it taken at Colleen's house in london and he says i do recognize that setting so okay. it would, well, it, that doesn't mean that it was the house. It just means he recognizes the setting. Well, it means that, yeah, he, he's basically saying, yeah, that's that's they're like, as, do you recognize that the London house? And he's like, I recognize the setting, which is may not be a big deal to a lot of people, but it is kind of a big deal because in this onslaught of these victims are lying and making all this stuff up. Here's somebody to be like, yeah, I know exactly where that is, you know, so it's and, kind I of mean, a big deal. I mean, the, the picture itself, like, is the proof, like, there's some proof there. I mean, it's not like it could have been taken at, at a McDonald's. You know, you're, it's the picture is him and this girl. Agreed. That's, but we that's... live in a time of alternative facts. And that's not this didn't happen. And it's like you go, here's a picture. And he goes, yeah, Photoshop. Yeah. He's like, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So to be like. To have somebody be like, who, by the way, is trying to spring her from prison, go, yeah, I, I recognize that area. It is kind but, of a nice thing, you know, especially for the victims to get some sort of validation there. I wonder with that picture, especially like you could see the reflection of the flash in the window behind them. I wonder if they can make out who took the picture. As the story goes, it's Jeffrey. But again, you can't really. Oh, really? See. Yeah. Yeah. That he was the one taking the picture. So why would you I mean. Obviously, questioning what these people do is one is a whole 
you could do a whole you know scientific study on why people do anything like this. But if you're these people, wouldn't cameras be the last thing you would want anywhere near any of this? Basically, yeah, you're right about that. That's you're so, yeah. I mean, especially if he's the one taking the picture. Like, what are they going to do with that picture? Look back. Oh, I remember this day. Remember this? You know, like what are they using? What are they doing with these pictures? Unless it's like a blackmail thing. Well, that's I think that's uh, Epstein's motivation. But for yeah. Andrew, you're right. Like, why would you even agree? Like, why you know? pose for any pictures if this yeah. is what you're doing? It's this weird. Know. It's this weird thing where you 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 think back to this before all these things were being outed, and you go, these people never thought that they were going to have to answer for any of this this stuff. You know, yeah, I guess so. Um, speaking of that flat. Here's a photo of the outside of it. They're actually putting it up for sale. This is her London flat. I got to be honest with you, a little underwhelming. It kind of looks like garbage. I mean, the outside, how much of it is, is, the, is one thing? Like that looks like a ton of, that looks like five separate apartments. You're right. I, I, I took it as to, it, it's this one. This is what I, ooh, this one. That's what I thought it's, it was because it's kind of centered. That, just that door, two windows and garage? I think so. I think so. Or maybe it's the whole thing across. I don't know. Because I kind of looked at it and I go, this is kind of small. Then again, London is kind of like New York City, right? I mean, it's like you get tiny yeah, you bit get of space. Small places. And it's so much money. Take a guess, Frank, how much you think this is. We're bringing this up because she put it on the market because she's trying to raise money for a bail. I mean, I don't know what's in, what, how big it is on the inside, how far back it goes, how wide. You know, if, we're, if I'm looking at that and saying it's just that one section with the two windows how much could she she ask for that uh and it's like to sell she's selling the london home to raise money for her legal fees according to a family spokesperson um let me see here the I'll house is on Kinnerton 500 street Five hundred thousand? Mm -hmm. nah you're way off it's on yeah, Kinnerton street about in london's upmarket bulgravia district oh the bulgravia district yeah right uh, it's a short walk from Hyde Park. It'll soon be completed. Uh, the sale will soon be completed. They don't know how much it's going for, but homes in the area of different sizes have sold between 2.6 million and 8 million euros in the past two years, the equivalent of 3.6 million US to 11.2 million dollars. That seems like a lot. I was going off of maybe it's got to be bigger than that. Then it, it can't be just that one section. I'm thinking maybe it's it's a bunch of those connecting, you know, apartments maybe. Because if it's just that one sliver, that's, that's a lot. I have one final point on this, but I want to finish our read on Hero Soap Company because I said that you buy one, they send it over to the troops. Not only that, if you sign up for their subscription service where they'll send soap to your home every month, you can get two bars, ten bars, one bar, whatever, however much soap you use, you sign up for that subscription, you save 20% off with the promo code Anthony. Some of the money that they they make from these sales, they go in and they build homes for veterans coming back from service. So they're truly an extraordinary company. Um, I've been on the Peppermint and Cool for the longest time. I've been talking about switching over to Lavender. I have not. I'm still on that Peppermint and Cool. I just love that. Are you ready to take the plunge? I'm not sure. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Give it a shot. What the hell? When you got a good thing rolling, though, it's not too bad. But I'll tell you what, that subscription, 
I was talking to somebody about this who still uh, who doesn't have Amazon Prime. A friend of mine. We were talking. She's older. She goes, I don't have Amazon Prime. I go, how do you exist in the world? Like, I don't have it either. You don't have it either? No. I live my I'm, life. I'm close, though. Frank, this, they, they just send me the soap. The soap just shows up. Amazon Prime. I, I, paper towels just show up when we need. You know, you figure out when you need stuff, like how, how many months and what you need, and you set it all up. It takes a few months to, like, really get it fine-tuned. And things just, you don't have to worry, deodorant, like all this stuff, you don't have to worry about any of this stuff anymore. It just shows up at your door when you yeah. need it. It's like spectacular. So Hero Soap Company, 20% off. You can save right now with the promo code. Link in the description of this episode, whether you're watching on Facebook or YouTube or you're listening on a podcast network, make sure you guys sign up for that right now. My, final, my final point on this Galen thing is, confirmation that that photo was taken there with all the stuff that goes on we talk about epstein's properties being sold and how they can't sell it yet this we know probably some stuff went down here and they kind of just squeaked this thing through and sold it that's got to be weird for whoever's buying it i'm sorry so it did sell according to this it did sell they can't confirm any of this because it's all you know it's all private transactions private, yeah, yeah. So, but uh, yeah, that's... but I feel like if there's a for sale sign out front and it says sold, that's that's clue number one. Yeah, basically. But it, it weird though, isn't it weird? You know, to buy, you know. Yeah, I mean, unless you're ignorant about all of this stuff, they gotta disclose though, right? I mean, again, as a realtor, that you know, how does a re what do you say? If you're last a time you we brought say, this, you know, up. who lived here. Yeah. Yeah. Last time we brought this up, it was like mixed. Some people said you have to. Some people said you don't. Some people I don't know said what it's like over in London. Yeah, if somebody dies, you have. It, it was weird. It's it's a it's a weird mix of yeah. uh, of things. But what's what's odd, what's odd is you're gonna find out if you don't know. You're like you're gonna like people in the neighborhood are gonna be like, I can't believe you bought Glenn Maxwell's house. And people are gonna be like, what? Uh, you know, if Who's they that? didn't. Yeah. 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 No, it's it's a it's a weird purchase. I mean, unless they're looking to take it, gut it, and flip it or something. Because people might be thinking, well, how do you not know who you're buying it from? You could see it, but it could be under a company name. Like, it could be a million different things, you know? You, you, you never know. Yeah, you never really know. Uh, Governor Cuomo is going, though. That we do know. We know Governor Cuomo is going. We, is he? He's putting up a hell of a fight. I, I've seen, I, I'm still, I, that, this guy's getting canceled. I've seen this cancellation coming for a long time. Cancellation he, he's continues. He's not going down, though. He refuses uh, to, to, to fall. Latest breaking story is Senator Chuck Schumer, Democrat in New York, and Kristen uh, Gillenbrand, Democrat in New York, are joining calls for Andrew Cuomo to resign. Yep, AOC as well. AOC too? I didn't know that. Well, that's bad. Yeah. That is bad. Their argument is, I mean, obviously, it, you know, what, he, what he's being accused of is bad. It's also that people have lost confidence you know whether it's true or not it's just you're governing people that don't have confidence in you now so that's a big thing like even like in sports not to equate if you hate governor cuomo that's i'm okay with that i'm not saying he's a great coach but like in sports sometimes you can have great coaches that like have won championships and then they kind of lose the room they always say oh they, he lost the locker room or he lost the lock you know that kind of just happens where your message just like the the team kind of just gives up on you and there's nothing you can do to get it back and 
then you get fired right. and that's it. I mean, let's say long shot that none of this is true and every, and Cuomo is completely innocent. I mean, if that were the case, which who the hell knows, but it doesn't look like it. But if that's the case, I mean, does he step down anyway? I mean, is that the right thing to do if you're 100 percent innocent, which I'm not saying he is, but, it, you know. Well, you know, what's strange. The the first one who said, you know, oh, this is what happened. He did this, this and this. Cuomo actually had staffers that were like, well, we were on that flight and we know that that didn't happen. So you kind of lost that ambiguity. But this is now this is an ex Albany reporter who's come forward and she is the seventh woman to accuse Cuomo of harassment. So I thought it was six. It's up. It's seven. We're up to seven now. We're, we're at the point where we have to get like a counter. Like there's got to be like a little yeah. ticker that that moves. One know. of the uh, accusations was what the one we talked about a couple episodes ago with at the restaurant. Right. Yeah. I, and that we looked at and we were like, well, that wasn't. That was a salacious know. looking thing. That was just weird. It, the, the headline it looked weird. worse than it actually was. But when you got into it, it was still kind of bizarre, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying he's innocent. All I'm saying is if he thinks he's innocent, should he fight this, stay in and fight it? Or should he bow out just saying, listen, I'm innocent. However, in the in the public interest, I will step down. I don't know because that used to be the thing. That is definitely the Democrat way of handling stuff. That's what Democrats That's always call for. But we are in a post-Trump era where Trump was the one who first one to just blow through. You know when you know when the third base coach is giving you the stop sign and saying slide, don't go home, and you just blow through the sign and you keep going. That was Trump. He was like, I don't care who's saying what about me. We're so going. So why did it work for him? But it, it can't, you know. Because you gotta have thick, else. everybody you, else has to step, step down. Couple different reasons. You gotta have thick skin for that. You gotta be able to really. You got to be able to really handle that and really dig in because it can get nasty there. You got to be willing to put your family through it. Your family's got to be willing to fight and be right there with you. As we saw with Melania when she wore wore that who cares jacket. Remember that whole thing? You got to have somebody yep. that's willing to go to the to go to the mattresses with you. And, you know, you got to it's a different it's a little bit of a different play. Republicans just view this stuff differently than Democrats do. It's it shouldn't be this shouldn't be a Democrat Republican thing. This should be a nothing should be, but it is. And I know that's true, but it should be like there's an accusation. Let's look at this. Let's investigate it. Plus, you like know, that's what the thing should be. Al Franken started trending again today because people are still pissed that he didn't get. They didn't get to serve him his medicine the way a lot of other people get served their medicine because they feel like Democrats get a discount on the criticism because of the media, because the media takes it a little bit easier on him. Discount. He lost his job. He had a he had a. I'm just saying that, that was it, though. Like he could like it could have been a lot, like if it was a Republican, people view it as people. People tell me this is not me saying it. People tell me that. um I'm slipping into that a lot more in my personal life too. It's starting to become a problem. We gotta stop that. Just Is there the, a Cuomo impression? No, I don't. There's a comic on on Instagram, somebody that Rogan loves. I forget his name, but he does a really good. He does those videos where he replaces his face. Oh, okay. And he does a really good Cuomo. He does a really, really good Cuomo. 
So what I'm saying is Republicans get accused of something like this and they just ride it out and they go, nope, not true. Next question. And they move on. And eventually people stop. You know, it, it still goes on in court and all that stuff, but nobody seems to follow up with it. But when Democrats are accused, they are they lose their job and they're completely gone. No, I think Republicans lose their job, too. But I think Republicans also have this um, they have this added uh, defense of, oh, this is a witch hunt. Like the, the liberal media is after us. We got to stick. We got to stand. T- it's also like they also have that aspect of it. Like you can't let the liberal media get the best of us. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's why weird. can't I can't a Democrat do that? So, well, I'm not saying I'm not trying to put up a defense for anybody who's accused. Of I'm this, not saying but, they can't. They just traditionally don't. Said everybody, you know, that he Cuomo was saying, I read a thing that he was saying that none of this is true. People are people accuse people of things for all different reasons. That's what he said in uh, some kind of statement today or the other day. And he's like, I don't know why, but they're coming after me. And, you know, that's seems to be the defense Republicans use. So, he, you know, if it's good for them, why can't he do it? I'm not saying it's I'm not saying it's right for anybody to do right. That. All I'm saying is it works for the de- for the Republicans and Democrats lose their jobs. So this uh, young lady, Jessica Bakeman, is saying that it was a holiday party and she wrote a piece in New York magazine. First person piece 2014 holiday party. She said the governor gripped her tightly as she went to say goodbye for the night. She says, and I quote, he took my hand as if to shake it, then refused to let go. He put his other arm around my back, his hand on my waist and held me firmly in place while indicating to a, a photographer he wanted us to pose for a picture. So he hugged her, saying goodnight. Bakeman, who was 25 at the time and working for what is now Politico New York, said red flags went up, giving her, given her job was to analyze and scrutinize him. I didn't want a photo of him with his hands on my body and a smile on my face she wrote, but I made the reflexive assessment that most women and marginalized people know instinctively the calculation about risk and power and self-preservation. I knew it would be far easier to smile for the brief moment it takes to snap a picture than to challenge one of the most powerful men in the country. It, all right. From that description, it sounds like, and I'm not defending it. I wasn't there. Maybe, uh-huh. maybe there's something else going on here, but it just seems like he put his arm around her to hug her. They were saying goodnight and then they took a pic and then he wanted to take a picture. I mean, yeah, some people hug too long. Some people shake your hand too long, but he didn't touch her in any private spots or he didn't, you know, I think the point you're trying to make is it's not as severe as some other things that get the label of harassment. It sounds like he just hugged her a little too long. It sounds like he's a creeper is what it sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but it doesn't sound like he like rubbed up against her or, you know, I'm Again, not defending him because uh, you know, I get you're, you. Don't I, apologize. You're I get what you're saying. You're uncomfortable, you know, but like, you know, you say goodnight to someone traditionally, you, you know, you, you put your arm around them, but you know, you give a little hug, but right, if there's, he hugged too long. There's listen, I think the point you're making is a valid one. There's different grades of this. It's not meaning that one is, you know, worse. The the action of one is worse than the other. The net result is the same. Does that make sense? No. You're still putting somebody in an uncomfortable position that they don't want to be in because you're using your power over them. So net result still the same. I but, guess. 
I mean, you're not allowed. I, I all I'm saying is, I, mean, I think we would all agree that grabbing a hootie, uh, you know, yeah, unsolicited is, is worse than like just grabbing somebody, holding them to shake it. They're both bad, but nobody wants their hootie grabbed. Nobody wants their hootie grabbed. Plus, I mean, I'm, I probably, and I'm not defending Cuomo, but I'm just saying, if you're saying goodnight to someone, you you, you put your arm around, you know, if it's a nice, friendly goodnight. Yeah, and I'm not I'm not saying this girl is 100 percent right, but to again, we're just having a conversation, playing devil's yeah. advocate to each other here. It sounds like he pulled a power move on her. Like it sounds like, oh, 25 year old girl reporter, let me pull her in, make sure we get a picture, so it looks like we're all like it. That sounds like a veteran political power move. Here's the reporter coming in to write bad stories about me. Let me make sure we get a picture of us smiling together, so I can point to this one day. When she's like, you know, when she's shitty to me or she's whatever. I mean, that's a you're you're assuming a lot. Maybe he just I mean, on his end, he could probably just be saying, let's get a picture together. I mean, he probably took pictures with a ton of people that night. Could've I don't been. know. Could I'm that playing too. devil's advocate. I'm not saying he's right or wrong. Yeah. All I'm saying is it could be that, too. You're right. Hey, it's fun to have a podcast that can't be canceled it, it, and talk about these things and hypotheticals. That This is conversation. This is what it is. You know, we canceled. We could be canceled. You know, if you if you took your top off, I'm sure nobody would want to watch anymore. Well, that's true. There's, well, that would be voluntary. That would be the market dictating. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, basically, basically. All right, uh, let's bring her in here. She's our own version of Governor Cuomo, but we will not cancel her. <laughs> it's JSABs, everybody. JSABs. Well, the reason why human resources meetings exist. So let's right get here. your. I, I'm going to ask your opinion on this, JSABs. So. The woman says, this woman who was accused, the latest one who accused Cuomo, says that on, at a holiday party, he put his arm around her and hugged her, shook her hand and like shook it too long, then put his arm around her, gave her a hug goodnight, and then said, let's pose for a picture together. I mean, I, I don't know. I, on the surface, to me, my own personal opinion, it doesn't sound like harassment, but I don't know. Does, what does that sound like to you? That doesn't sound like harassment to me, but where was his other hand? DJing? DJing? Wicka, 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 good night. <laughs> Maybe good night, it was DJing. I don't know. But the accusation didn't say that. I mean... I mean, it sounds like the only, what he did wrong was he hugged a little too long. But it doesn't sound like he groped her or no. like, felt her up or rubbed against her or anything weird. It just sounds like he hugged her too long. By again, the way, I like I like that phrase, felt her up. I have not heard that in a very long time. Since, uh, but since you just, Frank, you said something HR else. Meeting. You said something else that resonated with me. The hug too long. We're all we've all been in the hug too long situation. Yeah. We've or all someone, been guilty of that. Or someone who shakes your hand and you're like, all right, enough already. With, yeah, yeah. <laughs> two shakes and then we're out. Yeah, that's, that's, but that's just, I feel like that's social faux pas. That's just something that you yeah. just. I mean, I, obviously, like, there's going to be pe people who come out and lie. Like, yeah. oh, here's me. Maybe she just wanted dining to go up to 50%. And you know what? Got to give it to the girl then. <laughs> don't blame her. Mission accomplished. Sorry, I don't blame her. Mission in fact, accomplished. In fact, I'll be putting in my report next week up to 75%. <laughs> You're welcome. There you go. Thank you, Jay Sabs. <laughs> and you know what? My accusation is going to be a little bit less. I mean, yeah, less boring. 
than hers, okay? There you go. Like so just he, wait. Like he confirmed his nipple ring with you? <laughs> he did more than that. Oh, Do you know. think that Cuomo admitting to his nipple rings is the only thing that can save him? The True only or thing. False? That's it. I will say this. If I worked with him ever and all these accusations came out and he never tried anything on me, I'd be a little upset. Mm. I would. You'd be like, why Frank's not me? He's making a face at me, but honestly. So you would want to be one of the victims? Kind of, because... I'm not gonna. Even though I don't like him, he's not a bad-looking older gentleman. I could see Janine going, closing the door, and saying to him, "Listen, if you admit to me that you got nipple rings, I'll come out and defend you on all these things." I just gotta know. <laughs> I just gotta know. <laughs> so, Mr. Cuomo, about that report, Janine would be Janine offering put to put on. on <laughs> Janine would be offering to put his jacket on him and just trying to like brush by. Just. <laughs> <laughs> Let me put that or jacket like on for you. Walk up to him with a magnet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the other parts in my underwear in the front. <laughs> See if you get a little pull. A little pull happens with the magnet. And... Oh, Governor oh, yeah. Cuomo, you have something on your lapel there. Let me just get that for you. Right. Metal you know how I would act to him? I would act to him like, you know that movie Horrible Bosses? Mm-hmm. Jennifer Aniston's character? Yeah. You would do that to Governor Cuomo? Yes. I mean, I kind of did it to some kid I worked with anyway, but he was way younger, so it didn't count. There you go. And this, everybody, is going to be the show that we all point to when Janine is being dragged off in handcuffs. <laughs> and like, this there was the first time. Is also a woman who has been with her husband since they were how old? You were how old? Yeah. And so when did 16. this all happen? So when oh, did this no, all Gaet- happen? Gaetano knows about it. It's, okay. it's a joke. It's a big joke. Is it? All Sounds pretty joke. serious until, to me. It's until all Gaetano's, a big joke. I mean, until Gaetano's crying in the room in his room alone. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you would never. You saw that pic. You saw that note he wrote to me when you were 15 years old. No. You didn't. I didn't see that. What did it say? I didn't make out what it said. Janine sent us a picture of a note that her oh. husband sent her when they were 15. I found it in um, one of the rooms, not my like living room, but like upstairs. And we used to write notes to each other before we were dating. And you know what? This note fell out of the closet. I said, let me read this one. And then I got mad at him because it said. (laughs) This poor bastard. (laughs) You know what it said? What did it say? Well, besides. Clean it up a little. All the mishmash. No, not even dirty. This one was kind of mean. He wrote. I'm not lighting your 16th candle. Wow, wow, wow. Had you asked him to light the can- to be your 16th candle? I mean, candle? not in that letter. We were speaking about it like beforehand. I mean, we were not going out yet, you know. He always said he didn't like me. Blah, blah, blah. So he's playing hard know. to get. Um, no, it was way worse than that. Did he end like, up lighting your candle? And that's yeah, not a he euphemism. did. That's what she said. Not a euphemism. <laughs> Did he yeah, end up he lighting? Did. He did. He All did. Right. And then well, a couple of days later, he asked me out. So and why I never did, thought he would ask me out. Why Why did he write you the letter to say that he didn't want to do it? Um, like, like now, I know the reason why. Because he used to like to get me all worked up. Oh, that was, your, 
your, your kinkiness. That's your kink. No, not even. Not. E- I don't even think it was that. I just he, think he liked to see me get mad. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the time, I didn't know. Exactly. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> it's not your kink. It's his kink. <laughs> but yeah, I have a lot of letters from him not being so nice. And one day I'm going to publish them all in a old tell book. <laughs> I can't imagine guys like the nicest person. See, this is the difference really? between men and women. Uh, a man will leave back in the day when there was porn, you know, like, like tapes. A man will leave a porn tape in a VCR. He will just forget. He will do something so stupid. And a woman will hold on to a mean note from when she was when she was 15. <laughs> from 30 from years. 20, 25 years ago. <laughs> oh, not just yet. Yeah. I don't know the hell old. But that's, I mean, old, that's ridiculous. You no, know, I, I didn't keep just his mean notes. I kept all the notes that he wrote to me in high school. Yeah, I know. But you're not going to whip out the nice note in 20 years and no. be like, remember when you wrote me this lovely note? You're holding those mean notes like torpedoes. Why'd you even keep the mean note? Just just to be like, you know what? So that's you could what, use it later on. That's what women exactly. do. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That poor son of a bitch is sitting up there watching TV right now, has no idea what he's in for. Has no he idea. Know, he doesn't know the missile that's trained on him right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just I'm, heading I'm, his I way. I mean, like, all joking aside, <laughs> I was, like, slightly annoyed after I read that. I was. I was, it like... was 20-something years ago. <laughs> yeah, but he used to. Okay, I'm gonna tomorrow night because there's some stuff that I cannot say on air. Tom, tomorrow night, I'm gonna tell you something, and you are going to just shudder in disbelief. Tomorrow night, Janine, Frank, and I are all gathering together for an affair, which is why I am mad at Janine. If you take a look at our leaderboard of topics, oh, no. no, we're not. But I'm just saying, stay tuned. I'm gonna explain to everybody why I'm mad at Janine. That's oh. coming up after mumford let's get into this i can't wait for this the banjo player the banjo player whose name is winston marshall which is like such a lovely like how could winston marshall do anything wrong isn't that so proper and lovely i feel like mumford and sons the entire band comes from like the 1850s they've dressed like it that's for sure um winston what was it winston marshall winston marshall which also sounds like a cigarette brand as well as a suit brand <laughs> and, a, and an old-timey gun yeah and a saloon name of a saloon yeah you gotta go down and see winston marshall see he's got all the goods or marshall winston he's the sheriff in the parts uh, either way um <laughs> he basically was tweeting that uh he loved this book by this conservative writer um Ooh. Let's see here. You're allowed to like. Andy Ngo is his last name. How do you say that? Ngo? No. Maybe no. In a statement shared on social media, Marshall (laughs) said that um, uh, he basically endorsed the book uh, a couple of weeks ago. It was a big thing. It kind of got a little buzzed and not really. Today, he announced that he's going to step away from the band, which is maybe my favorite thing of all time. Like, this is the height of cancel culture stupidity. Not the fact that he endorsed the book or whatever, but the fact that a musician who cannot actually work and be in his band announced that he is taking time away from his band. Oh, my God. He's taking time away from a band that cannot actually be a band right now and exist because of the pandemic. And he's like, I got to take some time away from the band. You can still... You can still do stuff with your band. I think there's nobody's touring and doing shows. We're way past yeah, that digital show time. Nobody's doing shows are, online anymore. 
people were doing shows. People, Metallica was just on Stephen Colbert. I mean, there's like one-off things, but to be like, I may, I said something stupid. I'm going to take some time away from my band that hasn't done anything for a year. Is 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 like the beyond most stupid thing I have heard. Oh, I could tell this annoys you. I could tell this annoys you. Yes. It annoys me so much because it's like, well, like you can't go to that well of I'm gonna I'm gonna take some time away from my job, motherfucker. You haven't had a job for a year. Well, what was the 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 whole thing? Maybe they're writing stuff. Maybe he's stepping away from writing a new album or something. I don't know. And just because well, the guy, what? I, now I don't know about this book, so I can't speak for right, the book. But supposedly it's just a conservative dude. I I don't get what the hmm. what the. I mean, maybe he wrote some crazy shit. Maybe that's part of it. But but I don't know. But the, it just kind of like seems it seems crazy that you can't even like tweet. I kind of like what this person is saying. If it, it just, but you can. But other people well, have a right to respond to that tweet. Right. And you could either like take if, it personally or not. If Metallica's lead singer tweeted that he loved Trump, Frank would, Frank would, I don't know what he would do. They don't really tend to get too political. Um, but if they, they did, do, hypothetically, hypothetically. I don't know. I have no idea. But I don't think he would ever do that. I don't think he would say, I love any political, you know, well, thing. Uh, but he, they do a lot of like, charity stuff they were at global citizens they do a lot of you know for the people things i mean doesn't but, it just okay. seem weird like i get the 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 girl who got fired by disney they were like hey can you stop tweeting about this stuff and then she did it anyway i get it you got a paycheck you know this is a band like can't the guy ha and uh again like this guy who told him to stop i don't know i don't know but he, this was his tweet over the past few days, I have come to better understand the pain caused by the book I endorsed. I have offended not only a lot of people I don't know, but all those closest to me, including my bandmates. And for that, I am truly sorry. As a result of my... right there. Mm. What? You stop right there. I'm truly sorry. And just continued being in Mumford and Sons. Yeah, that, that's my point. Like, I don't know what's in that book. It's almost insignificant, no matter how bad it, it is. It's not Mein Kampf, so I know that. But even if it's kind of close... It's still like be like, hey, you know, exactly, well, Frank. It, maybe well, I if wasn't it's like a Nazi book. You know, that's bad. I don't know if it was or not. But again, the point is, <laughs> is not. But if it was, you can change your mind. You don't have to quit the band that is not even in existence right, right Come now. Come on. Yeah, no one's asking you to quit. You know, it's like no one's asking him to step down and disappear. You know, they might be objecting with his you know, taste in, in books and his political whatever. But no one's saying, oh, you should quit Mumford and Sons for this. But people are. No one said they, that. They were. No, they were. They were, they were. They were. People were mad at him. So here is here is oh, what God. the original tweet was. Congratulations, Mr. Andy and Geo. Uh, finally had time to read your important book. You're a brave man. Supposedly the book is called Unmasked Inside Antifa's Radical Plan to Destroy Democracy. Ah. I don't know. Well, that Antifa is a hot button issue along with, you know, all the other supposed groups out there. So, Am I the only one who feels like I can't wrap my head around Antifa? Like, people are so angry about it. People say it's not that big of a deal. I don't even, I can't, you ever get into a, you're, you're already six months behind the argument that you can't even dive in and figure out what's <laughs> real and what's not. There's so right. much going on. And that's what it's, I feel it's hard like. hard to retain everything. You can't have all of the information in your head at once so that you're ready no. for any argument. Yeah. It's, it's, Plus, it's I can't too much. keep a lot in here. It's <sighs> exactly. 
Exactly. It's like you walk in when you walk into a cafeteria or a restaurant and it's so friggin' loud. You're like, I, I can't eat here. I can't do this. That's exactly what it feels like. I don't know, man. But, you know, like the whole, remember with the, uh, the Capitol riots and everything, Republicans, you know, blaming it. Oh, no, it can't be Trump supporters. It's got to be Antifa. So that was a lot of what was going on there. Well, that was my favorite because nobody on any side knew what the deal was, but both sides were so sure. Of what they're they're well, like no, no. that was antifa for sure and then the other side was like there was not an antifa person there and nobody had done a single note of investigating yet None. well i don't know when that but they were right there wasn't it was all regular you know i don't know right wing mm. far right people according to CNN. now frank and well, i had a, everybody frank and i had a band <laughs> when was the last time our band uh played together frank oh, god we were like 12 we had to be Nah, I'd say like 17, 18. Yeah. Sure. Well, I'm going to now. I need to take some time away from the band and think about some of the things I've said on this <laughs> podcast. I you want son you. of a bitch. I just I can't um, believe it. You know, we were just about to make our comeback, do our comeback. That's tour, what you said. Yeah. And that's, mm-hmm. and now we can't do it. Is that what you're telling me? I'm just now realizing the pain some of my bad impressions are causing. And I think I just need to step away, take some time. <laughs> I gotta. I have to recognize my blind spots, Frank. Are you sure? Are you sure? Well, maybe you just so. you know not a good musician. That's fine. It's okay. Somebody in Poughkeepsie. When's the last time you it. actually picked up the drumsticks? I don't even know. I keep wanting to set up the drums for the kids, but I know that once I open up that box, oh, I'm, that's gonna be a nightmare. I'll never have peace in my life ever again. <laughs> the drums for the. Let kids. me explain yeah, why. Yeah, don't do that. Let me explain why I'm mad at Janine here. Why? I think I, I can't why. wait for I, this. Can I guess why? Can I guess why? Is it because all the headroom up here? In the, in the shot? I'm it's because again. she can never frame herself. I can never frame myself. <laughs> Guess why? Because where we're going is a little far from your house. No, that's not it. The distance? Well, now that you bring it up, that's that's upsetting <laughs> that's me too. <laughs> mm, that's a second. That's that's part a part one a. No, my wife goes to me. She goes like this, uh, our, our friend, we're, we're going out for a dinner, uh, 40th birthday, supposedly. Oh, I know why. I know why. Allegedly. Do you know why? Because of like what you have to wear? No. Okay. I keep asking you to see if my, if my wife squealed to you. I'm very proud of my wife that she didn't tip her hand to what this is. I'm I am baffled. I can't wait to hear what this is. For, okay, fortieth birthday party. Allegedly, our friend is turning forty. I don't believe it, but whatever. We'll see. <laughs> you think higher or lower? Both is what I'm thinking. <laughs> That's hard to do. It's a big accusation. <laughs> it's very hard. Um, my wife goes to me. She goes, uh, "We gotta pick up a gift for Deanna." I go, "Why?" She's like, "We're I don't know. It's her birthday. We're gonna get her a gift." I go. Since when? Since when are we getting gifts for, for birthdays? She's like, it's it's a birthday. We get, I go, no. I go, first of all, in our, before people go, oh, Ant's really heartless. We've been in this group for, it seems like 60 years. It's probably less than that, <laughs> but it seems like 60. Just less than I just, like I'm this close to having just about enough. Yeah. And of this entire group. How we've handled birthdays since the beginning of time is we go out to dinner. Like, we go out to dinner. We spend time with one another. That's the gift. I know for me personally, like on my, like we've done, we haven't done it in a while, 
but when we've done a birthday where everybody has been there, um, now, unfortunately for me, most of the time I have to share it with, with this idiot because he's 10 days older than me. Um, so it's like, half, you mean I was born first, so screw you. I'm just getting half of the love of the night and I got to share it with him, which is unfortunate. But the point is, is that we're all together and that's, what's so nice about it. Somebody, it? somebody decides, oh, I'm going to get a gift for Deanna's 40th birthday. And next thing I know, everybody's getting a gift. And now I got to go out and get a gift. Now we have to get a gift. <laughs> so get I a hope gift, that you, you I hope that they don't watch this. And then I go to my <laughs> wife. I go, you have to. No, I'm going to send this to Deanna as soon as it. I'm going to buy one of those billboard trucks and play it outside of her house. <laughs> um, Thank this is this is not this isn't because I, I don't like Deanna, which I don't, but that's insignificant to the point. <laughs> did you, what did you say? Cheap? I didn't say anything. Oh. I, I coughed. I just don't like that. We're breaking tradition. Oh, really? You think, well, here's the thing though. It's a special birthday. Okay. That's what, what? Yeah. It's okay. 40th. You that's what get... my wife told me, which eventually yeah. I, I settled down with, but I, I'm still a smidge on the annoyed side that this is all because this one over here decided to change the rules of the game. Actually, it wasn't me. There was someone else. Whoa. Asked me. Hold on. This is a revelation in the story. Janine's claiming now that it wasn't her who started the gift train. Who started it? I want a name. I can't. I can't reveal. Oh, come on. Wait a minute. So what did this person say? Who was the first person to, to pipe up and, and decide to get a gift? What did the producer just say? She said, I'm a shit star. Mm -hmm. So this person, what did they say? Did they ask, are you getting a gift? Or did they ask, did they say, what are you getting? Um, kind of both. Were you planning on getting a gift when this person asked you what gift you were getting for Deanna? Well... I was on the fence like you because it's breaking tradition. And also she doesn't deserve it. Go ahead. Also that. I mean, Zing. <laughs> um, I just feel our 40th birthday is very special because you might not live to see your 50th. That's sweet. <laughs> don't, don't write for Hallmark. I put way more time into the special card because it's hysterical yeah. than people... I did and the you're, gift at all. You're they, totally building up this card that it's not going to be funny anymore. No, but this is okay. it because people like you can call me cheap all you want because it doesn't stop with the gift because then you got to get the right card and it's got to get wrapped and then it oh, it's so wait, much you don't even work. Do this. You don't even do this part. When's the last time you bought a gift for anybody's birthday? You guys are focusing on all the wrong Any, details okay. here. Okay. Yeah, right. Anybody other than your wife and your kids. When's the last time you bought a gift? <laughs> He doesn't buy his kids gifts. No, his wife no. does. His wife does. Well, that's that. That might be true. There might be some truth to that as well. I mean, no, but I'm just saying. And by the way, because this, this is the reason why there's so many of us. There's always like a birthday. It's so difficult. And now we have the kids, so there's even more to do because we do it for the kids because they're kids, so they want to get gifts. That's understandable. I get that. But this is this is out of control, ridiculous. Now, now, well, well, we're all roughly the same age, 
So every well, I'm way younger so, than you, so it's easy with that same age true. shit. So or so I said every ten years or so, there's mm -hmm. a milestone, and that's that's when gifts come. Around. I don't remember gifts coming around when we were thirty. I don't remember that shit happening. Oh, also, you, wait, we, did you come to my thirtieth birthday? I don't know. It was also, in the city. Was it off the chain? <laughs> hang on, hang on. Before you get to that, also, go ahead, go ahead. Mike, Deanna's husband, Frank's brother, who looks exactly like Milhouse, already turned 40. I mean, nobody gave him shit. So. Oh, that's well, right. Shit, I really hope he doesn't watch this now. <laughs> I'm standing up for Mike on all this before everybody calls me. See the abuse well, I'm taking? Cheap this, cheap that. I'm here to defend my camp. And, oh, I should. That's because we didn't go to. Uh, you know what? Then we didn't go out to, to eat or anything. We didn't go out that's to true. Why? Because he's not Amazon worth it. That's him. hurtful. That's not nice. Yeah, I'm gonna Amazon gift him a pea pocket. Hey, talk to you know Deanna on that one. You know, mm. we didn't go. We didn't all go out to dinner for his birthday. So if we did, we probably would have gotten him something. Yes. But this has been a, this is a shocking allegation. Because I'm related. More, more so than Ghislaine Maxwell revelations. <laughs> that You're someone saying else asked me. That somebody else started this? I, I don't believe you. I can show you the text. Will you show Not me? Right to, will you show me tomorrow? Yes. She, at she's at saying that <laughs> somebody else started this. That it wasn't Janine. Who could have possibly started it? It's only one of other like three people. A lot of people care. <laughs> Can you so hear? So what's going on with J Lo, <laughs> yes, A Rod, and uh, Jose Canseco? I'm very upset by this. I'm just saying. All right, when we when I mean, we need to get past it, get off air. I'll tell what you. What is it going to be? A, a, a CVS thing that you pick up last slippers or something? You know, you're going to pick up something last minute Nobody on the way to the party. Nobody cares. Anthony. <laughs> Nobody. No, and you no, didn't have no. to do anything. I went and got everything. You don't have to worry about it. And I even put your name on the card. I shouldn't have. I should have just put my name because <laughs> I went and got it. Is my name first? Yes, actually it is. It had better be. Did you get the license plate of that bus first, you're currently under? <laughs> <laughs> All kidding aside, Deanna's very deserving of it, obviously. She's... uh. She puts up with Frank's brother for the love of God. I mean, that's oh, no God. easy feat. Hey, I put up with him for twenty something years until we. Yeah, but you—that's great. You don't have to do great. some he of the awesome. things that I know that she had to do. So let's, you know. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you that. Like, I give you that. Um, and all kidding aside, Janine, I give you credit for the the location that you chose because uh, I am very much looking forward to steak and. They have a nice little selection of uh, cocktails, and so oh, then stop yes. being so mad at Janine. Well, she... first I thought maybe the location, like eh, maybe that's a little far for you guys. No, I don't care about that. I'll, I'll travel okay. to, to be with my loved ones, my my closest mm. dearest friends. I haven't. Are seen... we broadcasting live from the restaurant? We, should we are. <laughs> we are. Yeah, people are going to be surprised. It's a long drive home. I wonder what D's going to do. Never mind. I'm going to get her nice and liquored up for the ride home. You better believe that. Mm -hmm. Let's see what kind of trouble we can get into. <laughs> All right, so she'll pass out, and you'll be able to play no, Dave no, Matthews no, as loud as you want. That's basically what happens. There's a lot of trash talk about things that are, that uh, I can get on the way home, and then for four minutes in, it's like, 
And I'm like, what's on the Dave Matthews channel on Sirius? Oh, Boom. God. Doesn't that put you to sleep more? No, Dave is a godsend. He's the greatest. It makes ever. me want to do this into like the side of, of a building. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I'll tell you what. I'll, here's my thing. Here's my prediction. I predicted every all of our friends would be on TikTok. Everyone laughed at me. Now you're all on TikTok. I predict I that outside. by the fifth or sixth. Right, what do you got, Nostradamus? Give <laughs> <laughs> me a break. <laughs> By the fifth or sixth fortieth birthday party, you're all gonna be like, enough with these gifts, these fortieth birthday party gifts. You're gonna be I all miss pissed off doing this stuff. You know why? Because people, we don't seem to realize. Like after a certain, there's a certain period in your life where you're just going to weddings like nonstop, right? Yeah. But then all of a sudden it ends, and there's no more weddings like until your kids get married. You know. So that's going to be another 20-something years from now, 30 years. You know, so we're not – it's weird. I kind of miss going to weddings because sometimes yeah. they were fun, you know? Sometimes. So I, I look forward to these kind of things. You know? Especially – Buying a gift, who cares? Especially after this year, like, I am I am far too excited for a dinner. About gathering. tomorrow night? Uh, far yeah. too. Me too. Me too. Uh, I'm like, yeah. I don't even know, like, what's going to even happen. I can't even remember when the, the last time we went out, my wife and I, without the kids, we ate sushi in a parked car because you couldn't dine indoors. That's romantic. <laughs> That's so sweet. So, like, the idea of, like, an adult night out with friends is, like, you know. Is... Did you eat some tuna? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of tuna, J-Lo and A-Rod. I mean, this is a shocker. Is it? Yes. To be fair, I I was shocked that they were only together for four years. I thought it was like ten. Oh, really? I didn't know. It, was it seems like they were together forever. Yeah, it did. They split up today, by the way. Two year engagement. Yeah. Go what? Give us a give us the analysis here, Janine. Why why are you shocked? Here's why I'm shocked. It's always a shock, I think, when two people kind of come from the same background, have the same interest, um, like are both superstars or whatever, celebrities, and then they break up. Well, not even the celebrity part either. They just have a lot of things in common. Like what? And then they break up. But in this case, the fact that they were both celebrities and had to deal with that is another thing that they had in common. So, yeah. Right. That's yeah. true. Yeah, but um, celebrities break up all the time. Yeah, but I'm with yeah, Janine but, on this. They were so right for each other. Like, everything about it yeah. was right. Everything. Like what? He liked her kids. Her kids liked him. Like, their kids liked each other, which is a big dynamic. That's good. And I don't know. It's She's like, from the Bronx. He played right. for the Yankees. Like, right, the, right. It, like Hello, you, like, can you be any more well-written, the story? Seriously. I guess. I mean, and then, like, of okay. people from Queens I would never date. <laughs> I mean, but they have, but they have Frank, similar backgrounds, right? So right. they have, like, like, holidays, food, probably. Their family traditions were probably all pretty much similar or close to each yeah. other. And, yeah, but like, doesn't mean you... When she was other. dating Ben Affleck, like hello, that was fucking from left field. Got it. But I feel yeah, like were they together like... longer? I don't even know. 
But yeah, I'm I'm surprised at this one. I'm looking that one, up. and I'm a little sad at this one too. I was I'm, I'm with Janine on this. I was stunned. Now I heard the reason why they broke up. What did be- you hear? Because I heard something too. Okay, let me tell you what I heard first. I heard hear? that she made him get a gift for her friend's 40th birthday, and it just <laughs> from there it just the whole thing crumbled. Such an ass. Oh, God, yes. You're an idiot. That surprised Janine, which is why she laughed. Frank was not impressed with that at all. Go ahead. What, no. what did I didn't you hear, hear it because I'm looking up something. Um, supposedly, she caught him on FaceTime <gasps> with someone. Oh, really? No, that's no good. And he said he didn't know who she was. Uh-oh. But you were on FaceTime with them? Sorry. Uh-oh. I mean, so, yeah. I don't know. Because it's yeah. like, hello, she's J-Lo. What are you doing? They were only together for like a year, Ben Affleck and J-Lo. That's weird. Yeah, damn. That was a crazy, like we- tumultuous year, though. But uh, but uh, to your point, Janine, I am so... Now, I know he's good-looking and like a sex symbol for chicks, but I am so for surprised chicks. when a girl that's as hot as J-Lo, somebody tries to... Ba- like uh, Jay-Z, the same thing with Beyonce. Like, how... You have these chicks that are so they're they're amazing people. They look amazing. You know what I'm saying? They got money, all this stuff. And you're back. What do you want? You're back. Exactly. You men men are never satisfied. Don't don't, don't you men us. We're satisfied. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) Um, I really don't know. So what does Jose Canseco have to do with any of this? All right. So here's the crazy part about Jose Canseco. He's playing the role of the Simpsons. This is a tweet from January 12th, 2021, months ago, out of nowhere, just completely out of nowhere. He sends out this tweet. Alex Rodriguez and Jennifer Lopez will go their separate ways this year. And Alex Rodriguez will hook up with a model where where did that come from he tweeted this that's so weird on january this is jose canseco who just a couple of months ago took a fight with um what do they call this rough and rowdy where just normal everyday people do these fights and they beat the crap out of each other for prize money Jose Canseco actually agreed. He was in a he's in a place where he actually agreed to. I feel like I, on another planet. What the hell are you talking about? Jose Canseco's in a fight club. Jose Canseco took and so what I heard it, they they gave him fifty grand. So he needed yeah. fifty thousand dollars. He agreed to go into a fight with a um, an intern at Barstool Sports just <laughs> to make ends meet. And this Jose Canseco couldn't scrape up 50 grand. That's how cra- I guess he's in some sort of hot water. So a little bit of trouble needed the payday. Holy Went and did, did that. And there he was to predict this crazy story about J-Lo and A-Rod all these months later. That's nuts. Damn. What the hell is going on? Either this is some real Nostradamus shit or he knew whoever it was was on the other end of that FaceTime call. Mm-hmm. Or it was his birthday. And they didn't get him a gift, right? And he and he planted that <laughs> seed. It would have he to be. I'll show you. Unless Jose Canseco is is uh, what is it called? Is catfishing, and he's the model on the other end of that. Maybe that thing. Oh my god. Maybe. 
I don't know. Jose Canseco. I mean, who the hell knew he was in a fight club? Yeah, it was a big what story a couple of months ago. I for, I don't know when it was, but it happened a couple of months ago. Come on, Jose. You're, you're a big-time ball player. Let's, you can do but more no, than that. Better nobody than that. You saw could probably this... get on a, a, right. a baseball talk show or something. I know, but I think he pissed everybody off because of all the steroids. Like, he wrote a book and, and like, ratted out everybody who did steroids, and then now yeah. nobody wants to go That's near him. That's right. But what's weird is, yeah. is J-Lo and A-Rod were, like, moments away from owning the Mets. Yeah. They, they were put together that whole thing to buy the Mets, and now here they are a couple months later, and they're splitting up? Like, That's, yeah. I don't know. Maybe we're like, ah, it's the Mets. You know what? Never mind. Let's pull this off. Ooh. Everything. Ouch. <laughs> That's hurtful. And I true. like the Mets. No, but I'll tell you what. Like this is this the Mets for once. I mean, as as bad as that whole Robin Hood thing went with Stephen Cohen and all that, this is a typical Mets. Like they would have bought the Mets and then went through a divorce, and then the Mets would have had to <laughs> been sold again. And it, like, right. I'm surprised it didn't go or that way. The Mets would have been, you know, like like the kid in a divorced couple. Like sometimes J Lo would run the Mets. And then every other weekend, A-Rod would run the Mets. That'd be interesting. And Tuesdays. (laughs) Alternating weekends and Tuesdays. I'd watch that show for sure. Um, Final topic for this evening. We are basically at the, and it all depends because it's different for a lot of people, but it's one year since the uh, the pandemic really took hold and and lockdowns and and all that crazy stuff. Yeah, it's been strange the last couple of days too because... Like in in my Facebook feed and even now on my phone because I got that widget where photos just pop up and they'll give you, they'll show you like a picture from five years ago on this day or last year on this right. day that's been popping up and it's kind of strange like it it I, I'm getting those feelings of like a like when you you look back on nine eleven you know like where you mm-hmm. were and it kind of kind of has that vibe the last couple of days around here it feels like this last year took ten years. Oh, yes. Yeah. This has been the longest year ever. You know, just it's nonstop because I think a lot of it has to do with just nonstop information, more and more stuff happening every day that we're all trying to keep track of and keep up with. And it's just we're all around now to to absorb it. And it's just so much that it's just it seems like remember Tiger King. That was I feel like that was, uh, you know, 20 years ago. That was less yeah. than a year ago. Yeah. Damn. I know. It it was right because we just started watching it or like right after the pandemic started. I mean, it started a little bit earlier for us. Kinda. Cause Well, we didn't go into lockdown until March twelfth. Yeah, well, right, because the week before my husband stayed home from work because he had a fever and never and didn't feel good. And he never had a fever before ever. Like, I don't know, as long as I know him. And his boss called him and said, you know what? You better not come in because the owner of the company goes to Temple <laughs> with that guy who infected everyone. I call him patient zero from New Rochelle. Oh, you know, I he thought, was like the first guy who I thought guy was the first guy. Guy was that's why they, that's why his name is Guy. He was the guy. Yeah, right. I didn't know this. Zero. Yeah, you didn't know this. No, I didn't know this. The New Rochelle connection. Well, I, I forgot about he, New Rochelle. To be honest with you, that was the first hotspot. Really? Spot. Yeah. Well, it's this one guy because he didn't know he had it. 
went about his way, went to like temple, went to a conference in the city. And that's how he infected everybody. Yeah, he didn't know about it. That's what Bill Gates wants you to believe. (laughs) (laughs) But his Gaetano's boss told him, don't come in. And it was like March 7th. And you somehow didn't get sick? I never got sick from it, no. Wow. But um, then they were like, "Mm, maybe we'll stay home a week. And Because it was funny. I went back to work three weeks before the pandemic started. Um, after having, you know, that little demon. <laughs> and I remember I was like, we, oh, because you know what? It's not really the anniversary of the pandemic for me, per se. It's the one anniversary of Mr. Wood. Because uh, he, yeah. he was really, he really got me through the pandemic. He got us through if the pandemic. Yeah. yeah. If there was a flag to represent the last year, he'd have a spot on the flag. Oh, yeah. He'd, sure. be, the, he'd be the flagpole. <laughs> and you know what? I really am the one who introduced him to the group. I think I proved that. You did. But I do remember sitting at my desk, sending it to some girl I work with. I think I said this. And some girl going, oh, Janine. Because <laughs> it was like, a link. It was a link. And she's like, come on, Janine. <laughs> yeah, because the link was like, "Look who got COVID." Who's the recent in COVID Suffolk case? County, yes. And you click on it, and it was wood, naked wood. And you got a wiener in your face. Yeah, <laughs> it just feels so strange. Like, because I feel like we're we're really close to back to normal. I mean, we're still wearing masks and distancing. We're getting there, man. People are still home from work and things of that nature. But we're so much closer now. And you look back at those times. Like I was thinking about this. The, do you remember how exciting it was to have the, the Blue Angels do a flyover? We were like, we're going to go park somewhere and watch play. I just remember That's selling true. it. I remember being excited and then like selling it to my kids. Like, you don't even understand. Planes are going to go by. And my son being like, I, I give a shit. It's a plane. Yeah, it's a plane. Yeah. But we were so excited because it was like something to do. Yeah. How about this? It's almost people like you're on an island. Never... Yeah, right. Exactly. Save us. So it was like um, people who never were outside before, never wanted to do anything with outside. And then you go to a park and everybody's outside. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, where did these people come from? Because you weren't here last year. Yeah, now you can. But it's, we're getting there. We're close. A couple more months, I think, right? And, and everybody will be vaccinated. And then that's what they're saying. You know, that's what they're saying. Wonderful. It's it's oh, I make... love it. Bring it on. Good, Janine. Uh, Except Janine. Janine won't be vaccinated. You guys could get vaccinated right now if you can. I mean, if you want to. Mm, nope. Mm, you can. We're not eligible. All right. I don't want you. To, I want to say something, but I don't want you to take offense to it. So please don't. Who are you talking to? Me or him? <laughs> Frank. Okay. <laughs> okay. Then go ahead, um, say what you're going to say. A lot of people are getting vaccinated with the reason that their body fat is, wait, something 30% hey. more. And I'm not saying you, because I know someone who works out religiously and his body fat, whatever, is still more. So he was able to get it because of that reason. 
a lot of people. And I'm not supposed to be offended by this. Because... No, because I'm saying everybody. That, that's the reason she's saying it's at a level where it basically everybody can get. Yeah, I heard people were sneaking sneaking it in because they're not checking at certain locations said. or what. There you go. Right. They're not checking at certain locations or whatever. But hey, maybe not. But uh, I don't know if my body fat is thirty. It could be. Probably is. I'm not I'm saying you're fat. I'm saying everybody. Okay. Is like has this, but is if it, I should be offended? Put it in the comments below. Doesn't it feel strange? <laughs> doesn't it feel like a lifetime ago, like last year, and all the things that happened since? Like, like doesn't so it, much. It's the most bizarre feeling I think I've ever felt. Is is going and we again we all experienced nine eleven. We were all here in New York, you know. So, yeah. and even this in a way just feels a little bit more odd. It just feels like such a a. Such a bigger shift a year out now that we're a year out. Yeah, I mean, because I mean, this has been yeah. over a year. 9-11, it was one day, one incident. But, of course, the effects of that rippled forever, you know. But this is something that's been dragged out over the year. Yeah. It wasn't a one day. You know, it all happened this one day, and we're feeling the effects of it. This is, it's still happening. Ongoing. Ongoing, right. So it's different, yeah. And, you know, it's just been a weird year. You know, we haven't been in our offices at work. And it's, we're just, we've been home 99% of the time. I just, it's been oh. so, like, you think back at, like, how many people started baking bread? I know we were baking the shit out of bread. Like, <laughs> we were so excited about it. We're like, bread, this is great. I started yeah, cooking. Every, everybody. I really you never cooked before. By the way, okay. I've cooked, but I've been learning more. I'm so, cooking, like, all the time, you know. Listen, so my uncle... I've been I've been putting out on Instagram and this. Facebook my uncle cooks right because he's been sending me, every night he sends great. me these things. So now my uncles are are watching and listening to the podcast more, and they caught something that I was so disappointed that I didn't catch. On the last episode, Frank turns around out of the clear oh blue. We might have been talking about it, but not really. But out of the clear blue, Frank goes, "I got smoked paprika. I can't wait to use it on something." And my uncle, I, we've got some comments from it. Uh, my from uncle texted me and when he literally went, what, what caused that idiot to just buy smoked paprika? <laughs> and you're lying. Ouch. I might've added the idiot part. I don't know. It's a, you know, things I work late. Um, but he was like, what, what made him just buy smoke? Usually you find a recipe and then you go and get the ingredient. But in this particular yes. case, you just bought an ingredient at a random. How did you get to that place? No, no, no. I, uh, wonderful question. The only que the only thing was Gordon Ramsay mentioned it a few times. Oh, this could, you know, he puts a little smoked paprika in this and that. And every time he's, he's cooking something, there was a small period, a window where I was watching a bunch of Gordon Ramsay things. And every now and then he goes, <laughs> smoked paprika. We'll add to this, you know, and add to that. And I just never retained the recipes, but I remember smoked paprika because I've never heard of it before. Right. Um, Gordon Ramsay was using it. I was and just I was like, so oh, it disappointed. It just sounded good. I was so disappointed in myself for not catching that because it's such a great question of like, how did it you is. arrive to the point where you have an ingredient with no dish to put it in? It's just. Well, God. I grew up with you know paprika my mom used it all the time you know it would be on stuff and i would never really taste it i don't know why but paprika for me just didn't taste yeah, like it doesn't anything. really have a taste right i'll be, be like all right it, it's red i get that and it's doing something i i assume 
but I never really taste the difference. So I was like, smoked paprika, that's got to be good, you know, maybe spicy or something. And and then when every time I went to the store, it was sold out. So I went there and I saw it and I was like, oh, got to buy it. And now I'm just looking to use it in something and I don't know, I don't know what yet. And I, I'm going to go back and go through the, like the Gordon Ramsay recipes and maybe come up with something. See, this is why I'm really excited for tomorrow night because when I when Deanna unwraps our smoked paprika gift that we got her, it's going to be a whole <laughs> thrilling thing. Oops. Well, um, <laughs> well then I'm going to have to return my gift. Yeah. Oops. Okay, same same, thing. This is this is the this is it right is here. It it's a box of smoked paprika. Uh-huh. <laughs> Does not vibrate. <laughs> what about that? What? Go ahead. No, no, no. It was, it was stupid. Go ahead. So smoked paprika. All right. Well, you're stupid. So go ahead. We don't. We don't mind. <laughs> no. Uh, I, I'm assuming it was a joke. Uh, what uh, your brother-in-law sent us that that text today. Which Anthony one? sent us me about the no her brother-in-law oh Lola. about what share about with the that, audience uh, you brought it up now i didn't did. see I it did. i don't know that, what you're talking uh, about go ahead about that woman who found her mother her mother's uh toy oh yeah that was a joke right that wasn't a real story that probably was a real story he got probably it was a real place. story yes uh, did you you did not you didn't see this it Share with the audience as clean as you can, please. Okay, I'm gonna open it up here because it's that's what really quite disturbing, <laughs> oh. <laughs> but also kind of erotic because it got him a little, you know. So, so I get I'm I'm assuming someone Which posted is this okay? on something. What is that? I what the did I miss? That with him. What the hell happened? Is he okay? Was it something, was it something Janine said? What did you say? Uh, okay. I didn't say anything. She called me mid-swallow. <laughs> that's what she said. That's what she Okay. Well, that's all you need. I just took a, what she said. a big gulp and she just got she got me with that one. All right. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was trying to Again, spit out on everything. Said. Go ahead. That's all right. Well, he sent this text. Okay. It was a picture of a, I guess someone posted this. I thought it was maybe <laughs> just a joke, but people are saying it's real. Once I found a marital aid mm-hmm. in my mom's top drawer right Schmildo. while i was looking for money so i borrowed it and it was a pretty good ride <laughs> kind of thicker than what i'm used to but anyway when i was finished i was cleaning it off and there was something etched into the side near the base turns out it was the name of one of those services that make custom printed marital aids of real life weenies and I've been too scared to even think about whose it was, but it was probably my dad's. I shoved my dad's oh. in my, right oh. in my hoo ha. Oh, <laughs> yeah. so that was the sto- that was what he sent us. I thought, all right, that's just a a bad joke that someone you know, but I, I didn't. I real. did not see that coming. I did not know where that's this was going. Said. but if that is true i it's it's disturbing and 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 terrible that's gonna make thanksgiving dinner awkward that year i'll tell you what awkward oh god why if 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 it is true why would you post it anywhere i mean to make us laugh tell everybody i guess why would you tell anyone about that ever 
There's this weird thing where we actually do want to share all this stuff. I think it helps get past, it helps like somebody get past it. I, I, I hope right. so. If they put it out there. Why would you, why would you use your mom's whatever anyway? I don't know. Why would you? (laughs) No, man. No. Say anything so. (laughs) All right. Oh, God. Let's leave it there. Let's go out on a high note. That was was a good one. That was a good one. All right. um, Anything else? You guys got anything else? Um, I just want to say because of the pandemic, it renewed my love for Dunkin' Donuts. Is that right? Yes, iced coffee. That's nice. Mm-hmm. So thank you, okay. Duncan. I feel like we stop in. We discovered again all sort like baking bread. Like we got back to a little bit of simple life. I feel like yes. maybe we're not ready to do this now, but in like in five years we're gonna be like, you know what? Although that time was awful and a lot of people died, we talked to our families more. Like Ugh. we, we got... <laughs> Maybe some people got work done that they weren't able to do yeah like worked on their house or they you know you know wrote something or created something that you know yeah who knows you know some people got work done some people uh maybe learned a language you know people get things done that they weren't able to do because of work yeah yeah now i was telling anthony before my wife's company was saying that they'll probably never ever return to a five day work oh really where where people come in five days a week it might probably not even four days they might do you know you come in maybe two or three days and you work from home a lot so they're probably never he said the world has changed and that's the way we're looking at it now i still think we're going to see a huge commercial real estate collapse when people are kind of like why am i spending this much money for an office for these people to come in and gather when we clearly right. don't need it. We did just fine. Like how many businesses didn't perform any bit of different, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like businesses that would not have been affected by the pandemic whatsoever and yeah. had this expense of, of an office that they didn't use. Yeah. A lot of businesses that work solely on computers and you don't have to travel into the city to, or wherever to the office to do you could just do it from home your home computer it's like what's mm-hmm. the difference you have a phone and you have a computer a lot of the, a lot of work that can be done from that and exactly. yeah that's my job that's my wife's job i'm sure you know a lot of people out there unless you're like a restaurant you can't and you can't work from home right you know right, right. but it's like true. you said but a lot off, of i remember saying a while different. back during in the middle of the pandemic i was like saying we were talking about um how we're going to get out of it and what's going to happen after. And I was saying, we're going to get out of it, but it's going to be a new way of life. I'm saying we're going to adapt. We're going to change. It's going to propel us forward. Remember I brought up the um, X-Men comparison. I said that in the beginning of, remember the movie X-Men, he said every now and then evolution takes a leap forward. And Mm -hmm. that, that explains the mutants. I was saying like every now and then society will have to take a leap forward. Yes, this was a terrible, tragic pandemic, and we lost a lot of people. Uh, but I think also it forced us. It's going to be a forced evolution of the way our way of life. You know, it's just forced us wow. to re-examine and do things differently that we wouldn't have done unless something That's like deep, this happened. That's deep, Frank. That's what she That's said. That's deep. 
That's what she said. That is what she said. Deep thoughts from Frankie C. <laughs> Join us next week for more deep thoughts. No, it's true though. Hey, and here's the positive thing too. We got better at handling terror handling terrorism. We didn't solve it, but we got better at handling it right. after nine eleven. I think we're gonna be better at handling these things, you know. I don't know if we have another yeah. pandemic like this, knowing what we know now. You right. know what I'm saying? If something kind of starts to break out in a location in the world, I don't think, you know, I think we'll know to to put a stop to it then and there before it gets to right. where it got this it time. It all depends how ready we are like for it. Depends on what kind of thing it is. Like if it's a disease that spreads. I promise well, I'll media. be ready next time around yeah. to handle any sort of an outbreak. We'll know this time and we'll be able to stop it. I won't it. fire. Our pandemic response team, I won't fire them before a pandemic hits. So as long as we don't do that, I think we'll be all right next time. Again, depending on how fast we're able to roll out vaccines. This, I think we got very, we're we're very fortunate that we were able. No, but when you think about it. Come I up don't, with a vaccine. Social. I don't think we'll ever need this again because when you think about it, like this story was around for a long time. I remember talking about coronavirus in January. In January, there were stories about what was happening. And it wasn't until March that the world came to a screeching halt. So I feel like when when things start to buzz around a bit like it was then, it will get shut down and stopped. Like... If we would have stopped travel in January, we may have never, you know, or I shouldn't say January. When Maybe. when stories started popping out of China about the China. the doctor who discovered it and all this and that, once and you how get he to ended the, up dead. That was it. By the way, that was the point when I when the day he died, when the doctor who discovered it and was handling it all died, I was like this is not good. This is this is trouble. Yeah, we're screwed. Yeah, yeah. This well, was he huge. Was you know what? He was killed. I don't. All right. There's a conspiracy theory there, but uh, um, this happened a year ago. A year ago, like a hundred years ago. You know, same same kind of thing. There was, you know, every now and then a virus pops up, and we don't we're not ready for it. That's What's weird thing. though is that's a hundred years ago. It was actually a hundred, exactly a hundred years ago. It was 1919. 100 yep. years ago is the right enough time for us to forget how to handle it. It's true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, when almost everybody that was involved in it is dead. It's gone. Yeah. Yeah. You know, unless you're Well, we'll see in another 100 years. Thankfully, we won't be we here. Won't. We will not be here. Yeah. Definitely not. Unless unless we uh, freeze our bodies. We freeze ourselves. Yeah, yeah exactly. All right, Would listen, you do that? I'd love to continue the podcast, but I have to go out and buy a 40th birthday gift. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> go out to the, the CVS. The only thing that's opened at this time. Is it because the... 40 is so oh, depressing? God. Is that why we have to we have to fill the gap as friends? We got to come in with that's a little, little pick me up, a little extra something to to help get yeah. past it. Well, well how my, your my gift vibrates. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure she'll she'll appreciate that. Even though you exactly. both talked over each other, those were both equally brilliant lines. <laughs> All right, let's leave it there. Uh, happy 40th to Deanna. Congratulations on making it. Yes. Something that I don't think I'll actually accomplish. Uh, so good for you. Uh, thank you guys for watching and are listening wherever you are watching and or listening from. Don't forget to check out the Hero Soap Company. Link in the description below. You buy one of these, you're supporting Hero Soap Company, you're supporting the troops, and you're supporting... 
least importantly, this podcast. So thanks for doing that. Uh, thanks for all the comments and everything else. We've been doing this for a really long time. But I, I say this a lot. The biggest year of growth since I've been doing this was this past year during the pandemic. So that is the one bright spot to come out of all of this. So thank you all. Thank for, you very much for watching and listening. Thanks for Everybody. being there for us at uh, at these trying times.